my intention is to really go slow as slow as I can because we were also speaking about how everything seems to be going really fast again and trying to get us back to where we were. It's almost like we're all trying to make up the last year in terms of our time. And so I'm I'm doing my best to go slow and very intentional and how I'm going to reintegrate in person. Uh, again, just me personally, but then also how are we going to do that with Nomad too? Hello and welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and today we are sharing with you our final two sessions from Seek the Joy Summer. One is with Phoebe Leona. She's the founder of Nomad Always at Home. And then with Leah Isadora Onayan. She's a 200-hour Nomad teacher and Movement 109 facilitator. And this is a fun conversation. So let me explain to you what this is. Phoebe and I sat down for Seek the Joy Summer to talk all about the role of community this summer. So Phoebe shares her tips for bringing greater community into our lives and how we can really begin to translate our newfound digital communities into in-person communities. From transition, I have found in my life really comes greater sense of community and connection and collaboration. And so we chat about the role that community has played in Phoebe's life, what she's looking forward to the most over this summer with her community and how Nomad has also really created community and its impact. Our conversation with Phoebe from Seek the Joy Summer is, I think, a really fun opportunity to reflect and remember that within life's transitions is this opportunity for community. So if you are also in a state of transition, which by the way, I feel like we all still kind of are like pandemic or not, like the world's opening, it's closing. There's so many things happening. Just trust and know that community will come from this transition. Community will shift as a result of it. And when you step into this sense of community and connection, it just opens you up to greater possibilities. So that's what's on the podcast today as soon as this intro is done. And then I would just love it if you would tune in to this beautiful summer solstice yoga flow on our YouTube channel that Leah led us through for Seek the Joy Summer. It is so much fun. It is so restorative. It's so relaxing. But to tune into that one, you've got to click the link in our show notes to head on over to our YouTube channel so you can tune in to Leah's Yoga Flow. I thought about just putting the audio on the podcast today, but then I thought, no, you really need to see and watch Leah lead this session. So tune into our conversation right now with Phoebe, all about the power of community. And then when you're done, head on over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe while you're there and watch Leah lead us through this really beautiful and restorative yoga practice. One of the reasons why I do this podcast is because I really want you to be able to live a happier, more joyful, and just ease-filled life. And so that's why I'm so happy to share that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. The last year and a half, there is no doubt it's been difficult. And that's why I think now more than ever, it's important that we have reliable resources that we can turn to. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. So this is how it works. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's easy and free to change counselors if you don't think the person you're matched with is a good fit. And this service is available for people worldwide too. 
BetterHelp also offers a broad range of expertise in their counselor network, so you'll get timely and thoughtful responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions too. So as a listener of Seek the Joy podcast, you will get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash seek the joy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash seek the joy. The link will also be included in our show notes. I've really had the best time over the last three months, two and a half months, whatever it's been, sharing not only Seek the Joy Summer with so many of you, but then sharing these sessions again on the podcast. So to everyone that was part of Seek the Joy Summer, thank you from the bottom of my heart for these sessions, for these conversations and the reflections. They've left such a beautiful impression on me, um, and I hope all of you too. So Phoebe, Leah, and Nomad, thank you guys all so much for being part of Seek the Joy Summer. I just know you're all going to love this conversation with Phoebe, really all about the role of community this summer and beyond, and then you're just going to love Leah's Yoga Flow, which is on our YouTube channel. So without further ado, let's dive into this one, and I'll see you guys right here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday. Phoebe. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. We're really going to talk about community today. And I, when I think about community, it's so funny. I actually think of Nomad and I think of what you created with Nomad. So for anyone that's listening, Phoebe is the founder of Nomad Always at Ohm, which offers new and really beautiful experiences on and off the yoga mat around the world and also within. And I would just love it, Phoebe, if we could start, where did this inspiration for Nomad come from? Because you focus so beautifully on community. I think that would be a really wonderful, wonderful place to start. Yeah, it's funny because the whole aspect of community and Nomad was a happy accident, a really Mm -hmm. happy accident. Uh, where it came from, and I think I shared this in our interview before for Seek the Joy, uh, was simply uh, I was going through a huge transition in my life, going through the death of my father in a divorce, and knew that I wanted to do something new in, in the realm of yoga. And I also had this dream of traveling a lot more. So that was the initial, initial seed was to plant the seed of building yoga retreats and to travel. And so when I came up with this idea, I was actually taking some time in Costa Rica and traveling around there and kind of looking at properties. And I knew, okay, I have this idea, but I need to go and build a community to to be able to have a following to travel with me. So I went back to the Hudson Valley in New York. That's where I was living prior. And I started to teach at all of the yoga studios that I was teaching at before. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot, actually a lot of drama in the yoga world. And I was, they call, started to call me Switzerland. They said, you have this organization, a yoga organization that's not a yoga studio. You teach at all these studios. We need something to bring the community together. Mm. And so I thought, you know, summer, I think this was maybe March or April. And so summer solstice is a big sort of holiday, if you will, that tend, you know, a lot of yoga yoga events are geared around. And so I thought, well, what if we offer a summer solstice event where we bring all of the studios together? And so that's what we did. We had, I think that first year was 12 yoga studios in the Hudson Valley area. 
And we had three different locations. So the Hudson Valley is along the Hudson River Mm -hmm. and had three different locations along the river. Poughkeepsie, Beacon, and then down in Westchester County. And we had over 100 people, despite that it was Father's Day, as well as the summer solstice. And there was a huge, huge rate, like the thunderstorm right before, like 10 minutes before it was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. We still had all these beautiful pe- people come out. And in that moment, seeing how people were just really in need of this idea of community, of bringing us all together, there was just such this, um, you know, they were all craving it and they, they just how everybody was there and they were so excited. I thought, okay, we really need to keep going with this. So we organized these events as well as the yoga retreats and everything else that we were, there were so many other happy accidents along the way, mm. but we were able to hold this event and a summer series outside and on the park in Beacon, New York uh, for the past, for four years. And it was building and building. And we actually had think over 300 people, the last one with 26 studios involved. Wow. I love that this was really a happy accident. And I think what's so interesting about what you just shared is I think there's a beautiful connection between transitions and community. When we are in a space of transition, I think we crave community even more. We crave we crave that support system. We crave that connection with others. And this past year, is a year of transitions. And as we emerge now into the summer months, we are really in a phase of transition. And so I would love it if we could talk a little bit about the role of community right now. What are you seeing? What are your thoughts on it? Because I think, you know, like I said, we're craving it, you know, more yeah. and more. I'm really curious to see how it comes together. You know, last summer, we also had a very small, more intimate gathering in the summer to to replicate what I just you know, the picture for you, very small. I think there were only 14 people allowed. And so this year, you know, this summer, we're going back to this farm, Stonegate Farm in the Hudson Valley again, and it'll be a little bit bigger, but it's a really beautiful farm, kind of smaller. Um, And I'm curious to see, you know, last year, everybody was, you know, in that place of, oh, I really want community, but I'm still scared to hug you, right? Because we hadn't seen for months. So this year, I feel like we're about to enter in and, you know, more people are getting vaccinated and feel safe. And, and I'm really curious to see how, how we'll get to hug each other again and spend time with each other and, and maybe a more intimate way than we didn't get to do last year. So I don't have any answers yet, but I'm really excited (laughs) for it. I'm really curious. I think that people want to be together again. I think that people are still a bit apprehensive of what that's going to look like. Um, And we are going to do our best with Nomad holding space both on and offline to in, in spaces of community. Because I think the other really happy accident that came from the lockdown this past year was that we got to make new friends. You know, you and I, we connected before the pandemic, but I feel like our relationship really grew because we were looking for like global s- sisterhood. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. And I've built a lot and I know you have too. I've built a lot of really strong uh, friendships, you know, and in, in community online now. And I don't want to erase that and say, see you later. We're going offline now, you know, because right. there are people around the world. So I think it's going to be this hybrid of the b- both on and offline community. 
I think so too. And I love what you shared about how, you know, we've created such beautiful communities online. We had to transition. We had to pivot into connecting with one another in this digital way. And something I've been thinking a lot about is, okay, I've made all these wonderful connections online. Some of them will remain online because of physical distance. You know, I'm in California, you're in West Virginia, you know, we are going to maintain an online connection, but then it's about how do I translate those online connections into, you know, IRL, into real life? Like, what is that going to look like? And I've had a little bit of excitement and also anxiety sort of like mixed all together. It's like, I love the communities I'm building and my friendships and, and all these things, but oh my God, now we got to do it in person again. Like, what is that going to look like? Like, I, how have you been feeling about that? Because for me, it's exciting, but also like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit before we started to record this too. Uh, I, I too am there with you in terms of being really excited again, especially the travel aspect of it, you know, um, being able to go where have, we have a retreat in Mexico in November and I'm really excited. Oh, yay, I get to have my community and we get to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, I'm a little bit nervous because there's a, this whole other layer involved, right? So I, my intention is to really go slow, as slow as I can, because we were also speaking about how everything seems to be going really fast again so and fast. trying to get us back to where we were. It's almost like we're all trying to make up the last year in terms of our time. And so I'm I'm doing my best to go slow and very intentional and in how I'm going to reintegrate in person. Mm. Uh, again, just me personally, but then also how are we going to do that with Nomad too? And so I think that the retreats will be big again, because I do want to be able to bring my global friends together and give them opportunity to come together in person. Uh, But then also, again, like I said, be able to connect, stay connected online. Mm -hmm. I love this tip that you essentially just shared about just moving slow as we begin to gather in community again in person. Um, Pace yourself is a big theme that's coming up in all of these sessions so far is just go slow. Because when I think about the summer, I think about being a kid and being outside and moving quickly and seeing friends and going from here to there and enjoying the warmth of the season, you know, depending on where you are in the world, when it's winter time, it's real cold. So you're like staying inside, you're hibernating. So we move quicker, I think, during the summer months too. And so this innate feeling of wanting to move fast, but also knowing you need to pace yourself and go slow as you re-enter, you know, a new normal or society or communities or whatever that you had before that have been missing from your life over the last year, I think is a really good tip. Really good tip. Go slow and pace yourself. Go slow. Exactly. Yeah. And and very intentional. Yeah. 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 I'm very intentional and also asking, you know, is this the next step that I'm taking? Is it with integrity too? Hmm. I love that idea too about being intentional and checking in with your own integrity as you make decisions about what's going to feel good or look good for you. I love that because, you know, something I wanted to ask you beyond Nomad, how do you usually connect with your community during the summer? Um, That could be friends, that could be family. What are some things that you do um, to connect with your community or or any advice or tips for how people can really begin to connect with their communities again uh, Mm -hmm. in this new way in the next few months as we really start to, I think, step outside again? 
and uh, re-enter the world? <laughs> That's a good question because I, I'm i very much always outside. As mm-hmm. you see, I'm sitting outside right now. I know, it's beautiful where you are. I'm obviously inside, but where you are right now is beautiful. I love it. Some of the summer to mm-hmm. us uh, to celebrate the summer solstice. Uh, so a lot of it's based outside. And the other the other layer that I wanted to the other piece of what we offer at you Nomad in person was we were doing a lot of hikes and yoga. So mm-hmm. we're in the Hudson Valley. It's a very beautiful place, and and that came from me just wanting to go for a hike and also feeling like oh I don't. I'm adventurous and I can go by myself, but I love to be with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why don't we just sort of do a little bit of both, you know, get to be with my friends, teach a little yoga. Uh, and then it turned into this really beautiful, again, another community event. So it's funny that you asked me that because everything that I end up doing personally, it ends up turning into Nomad too. I love it. I love it. Friends <laughs> are involved with Nomad, whether they are facilitators, teachers, or also just participants. Mm-hmm. So I'll spend a lot of time outside again. Uh, being in a new place in West Virginia now, I don't have a, a, a community, an in-person community. So I will be building that in new ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so my tip, and this is what I'm going to be doing. So anybody who's looking for that is to look at, you know, it, uh, things that you like to do um, that maybe your your immediate friend group, they don't necessarily like if you like to go for a hike, why don't you look up the meetups? You know, there's a great, that's a great app meetups to see, you know, if there's a hike that you can go to and meet new friends there or, um, or a yoga studio. I think a lot, I'm just kind of stayed in this world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of yoga studios are now taking the practice outside because they are, you know, especially with like safety protocols right now. So those are two tips that I'd suggest is just mm. if you want to be outside, look for some yoga and some hikes. Mm, I love it because it's all about just being in nature and allowing yeah. yourself to kind of soak up, I think, the warmth and the energy of the season, which I personally am really looking forward to. What are you looking forward to the most about this summer and the opportunity for connection and to be with your community you know, in person again? What are you looking forward to the most? I have to say I'm really excited because I will be going up to New York for our summer series. And there's a poet that I've been working with the past year. She's this beautiful poet, Gisela Strohmeyer. She has a book of poetry called Just Like That. And she sort of threw together this impromptu of different artists Hmm. where we come together and share her poetry in whatever medium we want. And I'm a dancer. So we kind of threw together this impromptu on on a rail trail at a little cafe on a rail trail last year. And so we're going to be doing that again. So I'll get to perform her poetry, dancing to it. And I'll get to be with my friends. So that's that's something I'm really, really excited about. Mm -hmm. And I'm releasing my first book uh, this year. So we'll be doing a book reading at a farm, at the farm that I am, we're holding our summer series. So those are two really exciting things that are coming up this summer. I love that. You know, when you were talking about what you're looking forward to, it just feels like good moments in connection with people that you love, um, people that you enjoy. When I think about community for the summer, especially, I think about being with those that I love, that I enjoy being with, that light me up, you know, that kind of have that extra, give me that extra spark that we sometimes need when we're with other people. I think, I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most is having that connection with people again in person 
And, you know, I, I have loved connecting with so many people digitally through zoom, um, this year, which is why I'm in part doing this summer series, but there's some, there's nothing you can, you can't really replace having someone physically next to you and experiencing their energy, you know, in the moment and in person. I think it's going to be so, I think I'm going to be overwhelmed. (laughs) Quite frankly, (laughs) I think I'm going to be so overwhelmed. So it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I am too, but I also want to mention that you and I get to hang out in zoom. Yes. in June. So you'll be coming on for the Nomad Gathering. And uh, so I'm really excited that I get to spend more time with you. Oh, me too. It'll be so much fun. I have, you know, I'm curious. I know your mantra that you live by is awareness is the transformation. And I'm curious how that mantra interacts with this theme or focus on community. Awareness is the transformation. What does that look like when it comes to community for you? Hmm. That's an interesting perspective and a mm-hmm. question. It just to came say. to me. So I was like, I'm going to ask it real quick. <laughs> you know, awareness is the transformation. I'll first start there where it came was I was going through, as I said, all this transition in my, in my life and looking at old patterns that were showing up again and again. And I was realizing the more I was tuning into them and becoming aware of them, I didn't have to necessarily do anything. I just, maybe, maybe the doing was not engaging with it. Mm -hmm. And so that was the transformation was just becoming more and more aware of what was here now. And to bring it to community, I find that when I was in that kind of disentanglement from the old patterns, there were some people that were in my life that maybe weren't aligned with me anymore. Maybe I was moving forward and they were still standing still, or they were just going on a different path. So there was a little bit of this disentanglement from some friendships and relationships. However, the more aligned and more aware I became, the people that were aligned with with what I was, my intention was. And and again, that integrity of, of holding that space for myself, these people like you, Sydney, um, mm-hmm. show up, they, they continue to show up. And, and that is where this idea of the community of, of like-minded, you know, I sometimes steer away from this idea of like-minded. I'm thinking, I just want to be with everybody, Yeah, but yeah. You know, this space of, you know, I want to hold that space and, and with my arms wide open to, um, who is ready for what I have to offer this world. Mm. So Mm. I love what you just shared because it's about the more you step into who you are and to knowing yourself, your community is going to shift. And I think that's inevitable, but what a beautiful thing too, that it's going to shift. Of course there's loss and we grieve that loss and, I mean, I certainly have had so many moments like that in my life and it sounds like you have too, but what a beautiful opportunity to step into a community that understands you, knows you, serves where you are in this moment. And I think a lot of us are probably feeling this way. We've changed a lot in the last year. There have been a lot of changes uh, on a global level, but also on an individual and personal level. So knowing, yeah, your community right now might look a little bit different, but I think what you just shared is, is should I hope it's comforting because it's comforting to me to know that, yeah, things have shifted, but you know what? You, you will find you will find your people and your advice about hikes and nature and yoga and just, you know, grab I think it's about gravitating towards what you love, picking an activity and going to it and seeing who you're gonna meet and just being open in the moment. 
I love what you shared. It's so good. Oh, thank you. And when you were speaking, I was just thinking, you know, on some of the retreats that we've offered, we have, we often, we, most of the people that come have been, you know, in relationship with me in some way, they were my student or a friend or, or they knew me in some way, but then mm-hmm. there's always like one or two people, usually women who decide, don't know anything about this woman or anything about this retreat. I'm just going and signing up. Okay. And I, end of the retreat, they are, they're part of the family. Mm. And I, and that's what I love because they are, it, they're usually in some sort of transition, whether it's being a divorce or they're going through some sort of loss, you know, in career path. And then all of a sudden, you know, they don't feel like they have this community and then they get to come on this retreat and realize, oh, I have family. Beautiful. It's a lot of fun to witness that oh. and be part of it. It just goes back to what you were saying at the very beginning that within transition, is a beautiful opportunity for community, really. And so if you're in a state of transition, you know, just trusting and knowing that community will come from it, community will shift as a result of it. But when you step into that sense of community and that sense of connection, it just opens you up in a just even more profound way. I love this. I love this. This has been so wonderful. Thank you for joining me for this Seek the Joy summer series to talk all about the power and the role of community. So Phoebe, tell us where we can connect with you, connect with Nomad, and then also share with us the beautiful offering that you're giving for Seek the Joy summer attendees. Okay. Oh, that's a lot. Okay. So (laughs) it is a lot. To be to spend some time with me and hang out with me and Nomad website is Nomad Always at Om. That's OM.com. And you can hang out with me over in social media. There's, you know, the handle. I'm sure we'll share that too. That's Nomad Always at Home. And uh, we have a beautiful Facebook group that's beginning. That's really growing a nice online community as well. It's called the Nomad Collective with Phoebe Leona. And we have lots over there that you can do online and offline. So again, we have the retreat in Mexico and we have a special that's happening if they sign up before July 3rd. And what was the other question you asked me? About the beautiful offering that you're giving attendees. Offering, yes. If they go over and sign up to join our mailing list, they will get a number of free goodies. One being, uh, they'll get a free pass to our ga- an online gathering. So we have a monthly theme. You'll be get you'll be guest facilitating. Though actually, that'll have already been over by the time uh, this this airs. Mm-hmm. But we have guest facilitators every month, and each month we have a different theme, and we dive in deep through conversations and meditations and movement practices. So you get a free pass to any of those gatherings, one of those gatherings, as well as a video of my movement practice, which we didn't get to talk about today, but it's a somatic movement practice. So they'll get a video, a practice video of that. And then also an opportunity to learn my story through my TED talk. Hmm. So lots of little goodies. Lots of goodies, lots of great goodies. All right. So everybody, all the information to uh, connect with Phoebe, connect with Nomad and this wonderful offering, these little goodies is all right below you under this video. Um, So check it out and just Phoebe, thank you so much. This was wonderful to connect with you again and to share really the power I think of community in this season and knowing that, you know, we are in a phase of transition, but oh, it's going to be so good to connect with one another again. So thank you. It is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for all you're doing, Sydney. I just always, it is, it's pure joy to be able to spend time with you and and know that you're out here changing the world. 
Oh, okay. I'm gonna go cry now, everybody. Thank you, oh, baby. Yeah. This was so That's sweet. Great. I'm so excited yeah. to share this. Yeah. Seek the Joy Podcast is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created, produced, and hosted by me, Sydney Weiss. You can tune into all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're enjoying the show, hit follow and leave us a five-star rating and review. Make sure to join the community, join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. And don't forget, you can actually watch today's new episode and all of our episodes on our brand new YouTube channel. Click that link in the show notes to subscribe and tune in. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday.